Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to another Podcast Accelerator episode here from Podcast Movement 2019. My voice is still on its way out, but we're holding in there and we're going to have some fun on this one. We're going to talk about independent podcasters, how how we can handle this mass influx of technology. The show is brought to you by Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. Go and check it out. Now, I'm a little bit shouty sometimes in podcasting. I, you know, I get, uh, I get my opinions out there and a few, I think maybe a year ago, I discovered a brand new friend who, it turns out, has been doing this for way longer than I have. The OG contrarian in podcasting and the man that literally wrote the book on podcasting. And uh, I'm pleased to say a very good friend and advisor to Captivate. I've got Mr. Evo Terra. How are you doing, my man? I am doing fine, Mark. Before we get started, I just want to take around two and a half minutes to talk about AWeber. Please do. The uh, marketing platform <laughs> that... No, kidding. Obviously. A... I like that. I like that. So Evo, Evo give me some stick on... Uh, was it Podcasters Roundtable? I believe it was Podcasters Roundtable. It, yeah. it was that. And I was like... That's when you were doing the uh, four and a half minute mentor. I think, yeah. No, it was... Uh, I think it was less than that someday as well. It depends how tired I was. And uh, it was interesting. I enjoyed that, actually, because... Um, it's something that I always talk about, being kind of incrementally changing your right. podcast around. And it's something that I struggle with it because no, right. one, no one tells me. Right, yeah. And you did. And I was like, wait a second, this guy's right. So we changed the intro. Feedback is and, good. And then you yeah. told me, you came back and said, dude, that's a really well, nice better. change. I'm loving it. I'm um, loving it. You can get right to the point. I no, love it. I appreciate that. So first up, how's the show going? It's fantastic. You know, uh, This is my second podcast movement. Although my first one was the podcast movement 2014. Oh, so you had a bit of a break. It's been it's been a while as I as I as I left the country, but it's it's exciting to see how it's grown and all of the excitement from brand new people to the space, really smart people coming in, and also how some of the people who've been around for a long time are are changing and adapting with the times. It's awesome. It's it certainly is uh, a different space now, and and I think that's absolutely right. You know, we came in 2015 for the first time in Fort Worth, so we missed you by the year. Uh, that was the second one, and we've. We've seen this evolution incrementally, and we've seen it every single year get slightly bigger, slightly bigger. But this year, the technology is here. You know, we've got Spotify, we've got Google, we've got Himalaya, we've got, dude, we've got beer and puppies. <laughs> you know, this is a very different beast to what it was last right. year. And that's what I want to dig into with you, because no one does this better than you. No one, I don't believe, takes apart what is going on in podcasting as well as you and applies it to what podcasters sure. can and should be doing. So. This changing landscape, so many new tools, everyone's selling something to podcasters. First up, 
how can we as indie podcasters keep up with that? How do we know what the heck to look at and, and what not to look at? How do you approach that? Yeah, I mean, like anything, the technology is continuing to get more complex, more advanced, uh, but also a lot more segmented. You can really drill down on, on individual areas. We're moving past the one-size-fits-all where a technology company says, hey, we do all things technology for podcasting. What does that even mean? It, it didn't mean anything in 2005, and it certainly means very little in 2019. What I think I'm most excited about with these technology companies is prior to this, it seemed like most of the technology was enabling podcasters to get started or enabling podcasters to take the thing they're doing right now and help it grow, make it spread, make it get... You know, reach a wider audience, but again, with the existing content. But I'm seeing people here at this conference that new technologies that seem really to be interested in the thing that I harp on over and over again, and that's making podcasting better. Not just how to do what you're doing right now easier, but how to take pod, how to take what you're doing right now and make it and all of podcasting better. So not just to grow the existing content, but how do you modify your content in such a way to where it becomes a better product. Easier, I think, is part of that, but with the ultimate goal of not spending less time, but so that you can focus less on those mechanics of things and more time working on the overall craft and doing something brand new to, again, to hate us, I'm going to say it again, make podcasting better. I think you hit a beautiful word there. I think you, you put in so eloquently the word craft. And I think so many people, I mean, you know, let's be totally honest, the last three, four years have seen an explosion in certain types of podcasts that have not, not benefited the craft of podcasting. You know, we've seen very much cookie-cutter style shows, certainly sure. in the entrepreneurial space. We've seen people doing, trying to emulate the success of others just by simply copying formats. You mentioned the word craft. And your show, Podcast Pontifications, is all about the advancement of podcasting, it's what your conversations are about. You know, I've seen you around the show and everything that you talk about is the advancement of the craft. So as an indie creator, you know, we can get started. We can jump on a Captivate, we can jump on a, on a host. We can grab a microphone like we have now and we can record decent content. What, what do you tend to see? So maybe six months in, a year in, what are podcasters doing wrong that they need to hone, that they need to finesse, that they need to refine? that they can tweak pretty quickly that will have a big impact on their content. What are some of the common things that you see? I think probably the biggest thing to understand for the indie podcaster who wants to get better is that there's a difference between how something is made and how it's consumed. And all too often I see new podcasters try to create content the way they consume it in a very linear format. So they know that there's going to be an, it, the most basic thing on the planet, an interview show, like we're doing right here, oddly enough. And I know we're doing something unique and different for this space, but for too many podcasters, they say, oh, so a show starts with bed music, then I introduce the show, and introduce the guest, and we talk about the, I talk to that guest, and then I finish up with the guest, and they do it all linear, with the guest in the room, with the guest on the microphone, you know, sitting with... No, nothing to say for a good three to four minutes before their part comes around. And that's because in the producer's mind, again, they're creating content the ways to be consumed. I think they need to understand that there's a, a vast difference. So instead of creating as you consume, do what you need to do to create. Grab your content, grab all of the pieces, put it all in front of you, and then just like you might with a bunch of Legos, rearrange it. What do you need to do that's different about that? How can you restructure the pieces of information to make a more compelling story? 
that's really the answer. What it comes down to is being able to tell a great story. If you can tell a great story, it, it, the topic of the story almost becomes secondary. But if you can really master this craft of storytelling, your audience gets more engaged because you, you're, you're applying that. You're, you're playing to the psychology of what does it take to listen to a compelling story. Somebody talks for five minutes, give you an answer, and I'm probably close to five minutes on this answer right now. It's not all that compelling. Our psychology has told us for years that after two minutes, people check out. You need to be changing things up on a more regular basis. So just getting out of that mindset of, I want to talk to somebody for 30 minutes, therefore somebody wants to listen to that conversation for 30 minutes as, as is, isn't necessarily the case. Work on the craft. and Take that, take that source material, make something better out of it. Interestingly, I mean, story has been around since day dot. You know, we've been telling yep. stories in various forms, mediums, you know, paintings, the spoken word, the written word, as far back as we can discover. Sure. And... I agree that podcasters, just because the tools are there and just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something, or certainly not in the way that um, the other people have done it. And what, what, what really interests me is that you see people like Aaron Mankey at the top level doing amazing work with law right. and the amount of work that goes into that and success that comes with it um, is, is, is correlated. You know, the amount of work is, is directly related to the success. And there are a few independent podcasters that, that put the same level of work in that we know. You know, So we've got a couple of horror podcasts that do the same, same level of work. Some really in-depth. So we've got a really great one. You probably like this one. A really great one in the UK, which is just starting up. Uh, it's a man and wife couple. They're a, a former cop and a former judge. So this is an in-depth research. You can imagine the stories. It's, right. it's crime, you know, actual crime. And it's amazing. What are the skills outside of that? Because I think there's some people who naturally do that because they love it and this is why they get into podcasting. They want to tell the stories. Right. What are the skills to those guys that are already good at telling stories? What are they missing? What, what do they need to do, in, maybe in terms of distribution, in terms of accessibility, in terms of attracting people? Are there any missing skills that you see there? I think there's some complementary skills that can layer on top of that um, as you know, podcast fiction has exploded. Just like in the last two years, podcast fiction has taken over. There's an entire track here, a podcast movement that's uh, uh, curated by my friend Will Williams, and that's, that's all it is, is podcast fiction. And they're a rabid, diehard community. The problem with podcast fiction, if there is one, is that it's, it's a community of a bunch of introverts. It's a community that doesn't want to get outside and, and talk and skill. And so they, they oftentimes lack the ability to gain a, a, a larger audience because they lack the standard networking and marketing skills that go, uh, that go along with that. So I think that's where other people who, you know, some of us fancy ourselves storytellers, but then when we find what a true storyteller is, we recognize that that's not the case and that these people are better than us. Podcasting doesn't have to be a situation where you do everything. One person doesn't have to do everything. It really takes a team to make these better podcasts that are out there. So offering your skills, if you are an excellent marketer, if, you do, if you're very good at networking, you're the technical skills that you actually might have, and you really gravitate towards these amazing storytellers, you can help them tell a story better. That doesn't make you not a podcaster. That makes you still very much involved in podcasting. You're just a part of something larger than that one thing that you are doing on your own. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of Mayan from Radio Public. She is involved in every aspect of it. She is, she works full time in podcasting, but she does not have a podcast. Her voice is not out there. There is no Mayan show. It is just simply she's a part of everything. And I think we need more people doing that. 
we couldn't do that before. Well, a handful have did that before, but now I think it's an easier, an even easier sell for someone to come in and say, your podcast I love, but it's missing certain things, and I bring some of those skills to the table. I want to be part of the team to actually make that happen. And with the billion dollars that's flown into podcasting just in 2019, I think there's a way to get a paycheck out of that too. You, you mentioned this in, in on podcast pontifications, the idea of it's it's actually it's a little bit easier to become a pro podcaster, but as you as you actually alluded to there, you don't have to be the podcaster. Right. There's so much tech out there, obviously Captivate supports team members, putting team members at the front, Podchaser integrates with people like us to put the team of a podcast right at the front of that. And I think the, 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 the mass populace saw that explode a little bit with Serial because it was very clear they had a research team, but obviously they were not the first to do that. And I, right. I, I do feel that solo podcasters in particular, they perhaps get a little down on themselves when they are not seeing the results because they don't have the time, the energy, uh, just the, the, the actual logistical backups to do all the other stuff. That's required. And, and to me, that's crazy because if you look at other media properties, I mean, I've, I've written books. It is rare for an author to be a team of one. Authors have editors and copywriters and, and, and typesetters and, and, and a huge amount of stuff that goes into it. You know, every movie and television show, you go to a movie and wait for 10 minutes for the credits to roll through. You know, there are literally thousand or more people to work, work on a film, right? But for some reason, solo podcasters think they have to do everything all on their own and... While that can be true, it, it doesn't have to be true. There's a, there's a wide audience out there. Yeah, we should, we should embrace that more and think about the team that you need to do assemble to make sure you're making a really good product. And just to kind of stick a pin in that, just to finish up on that, you know, we've seen that in Sheffield just in the UK. Tiny, you know, comparably tiny city, but an abundance of people wanting to get involved in podcasting, from students and interns to radio execs and, and, and radio broadcasters and producers that just want to get involved in the scene so if you are an indie podcaster out there and you're really struggling do you know what there's probably some talent on your doorstep that would just absolutely love to get involved uh, honestly probably for free to start with as well just absolutely. to get into that yeah they, they I don't like anybody only working for exposure however on a really small level on something that's just starting out people are quite happy to do that especially for something that they believe in you brought up Podchaser earlier. I think Podchaser is the most underutilized and underrated tool we have in podcasting in 2019. I encourage everybody to fill out your Podchaser profile and and go deep with it. Not just the show that you do, but if you're a contributor like me. I mean, I produce some like in the neighborhood like 20 shows. I just went through this morning and added all of the shows for my clients. Which I, why didn't I do that before? I, because well. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm strategic guidance, but am I involved? Yes, of course I am. So I'm listing all of those out there. And I think if we do that more, and then you can go, then people who are looking for podcast, you know, inspiration can go to a place like Podchaser and take a look and see what it really takes to make a show. What are all the people that are involved and say, oh, there's something here for me. I can, I can fulfill that role. I can do this sorts of thing. So yeah, go, yeah. Podchaser is a great tool. I love it a lot. I agree. We love Cole and, and, and the guys down there. We integrate directly through Captivate as well. So of, of course, being an advisor. Ratings and reviews are going to come right through there now. Absolutely. Yeah. Go to your distribution channel if you're a Captivate.fm user. And Evo, thank you so much. I know we've got to get to a panel. We uh, do indeed. On Google. So thank you very much, sir. It's always a oh, pleasure. Before we go, can I talk about five minutes to talk about Aweber oh, one more time? Of can course you can. Please, let's dig in. <laughs> Email marketing for podcasters. No, seriously. This is always a pleasure, buddy. Um, thank you so much. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Thanks, man. I I'm am. glad the voice is holding up. Yeah. And uh, to you listening, it's always a pleasure. Thank you to everyone that's come up to the booth for Rebel Base Media and said that they listen to this show. Thank you so much. And until next time, never forget the more you expect from yourself, the more you will. Excel. Excel. <laughs>